This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the first Sunday of Advent, the 29th of November. I've spent several days during this last week trying to make, as best I could, a time of spiritual retreat. Priests are meant to make time for this annually. And although not ideal, having to stay at home, these days were an opportunity to allow myself the luxury of what is in effect a spiritual makeover or a holiday for the interior life. You might very well think it's all right for me. I don't have the demands on the time that others have with the family and so on. And the church understands this. And so it gives us special seasons throughout the year when we can step back and be at least a little more reflective than we are at other times. So we now have Advent. I said in my message last week that this time is important for my spiritual well-being and for my salvation. And I wasn't exaggerating when I said that, because we can't, any of us, take our salvation for granted. And as we begin Lent, Advent rather this weekend, I suggest that the single most important sentiment that we should have at this time is the realisation and the acknowledgement that we are in need of saving, that we're in need of a saviour. One of the most fulfilling but also humbling experiences I've had as a priest has been in the prison apostolate. Twice I've been privileged to minister in high security jails. The first time was when I was a seminarian and was assigned to Wormwood Scrubs. And the second occasion was when I was assistant priest celebrating Mass in Bullwood Hall, which isn't very far from here, but which has since closed down. Now, we were always told that you never asked the inmates what they were in for, but it was never very long before they normally told you. And so you developed the art of a poker face because you can never be shocked or surprised at what you hear. Indeed, we should never be surprised at our human nature and the depths to which we can descend. I remember saying flippantly on one occasion that the difference between you and me is that you got caught and I didn't. Well, I can assure you I've never murdered anyone or robbed a bank or put anyone in the casualty department. Yet but for the grace of God, of course. My point is that we are all sinners. We're all in need of salvation. We're all in need of the Saviour. Jesus Christ is someone who has rescued us and has saved us, who's done something which we could never have done for ourselves. And until we feel what it is to be lost and helpless, we won't understand who Jesus is and what he means for us. This concept of redemption comes from the Latin redemere, which means buying back or the process of getting a kidnapped person back. If someone's been held for ransom and their family has paid the money, they've been redeemed, they've been bought back. If you're kidnapped and held ransom, there's not much you can do except wait for someone to save you and pay the ransom. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel. The meaning of that line 
from the most famous Advent hymn needs to sink into our hearts. Only then will we get the meaning of this season. It's as though we were all in prison and we can't get out. We can't save ourselves. So we wait and we watch. Now, we all know that our culture militates in a thousand ways against this attitude precisely at this time because it ceaselessly teaches us the ideology of self-esteem, self-assertion. It's expressed in contemporary culture, in lyrics like, I'm beautiful in every single way, and your words can't bring me down. How often don't we hear from the lips of our young people? Who are you to tell me how to behave? Who are you to tell me what to think? Our culture is teaching us in a million ways I can do it myself, I am capable, I can assert myself. But this is the antithesis of biblical Christianity. The biblical view is that through the abuse of freedom, we have got ourselves into an impossible hole. Sin has compromised us in such a fundamental way that we become, spiritually speaking, dysfunctional. We are made for human connection, for justice, for non-violence. But in every way, we're pulled towards the opposites. We're wandering, in the words of St. Augustine, wandering in the land of dissimilitude. We're made in the image and likeness of God, the similitude. But we're wandering in the land of dissimilitude, or unlikeness unto God. If you doubt any of this, then I recommend a careful viewing of the news. Many of us have actually given up watching the news because its dire contents at the moment bring us down. It's not pessimism, but it's a a deep spiritual realism. We can't solve our problems through an act of the will. It's like being stuck in quicksand. The more you struggle to get out of it, the worse you make it as you sink into it. So we heed the words of Isaiah in the first reading, which is really the keynote address for Advent. You were angry when we were sinners. We had long been rebels against you. We were all, like men, unclean. There is a mess that we sense that we can't clean up ourselves, like someone in the grip of an addiction where they're not in control anymore, because the word addiction has its roots in a word that means voiceless. I'm not in control of myself if I'm addicted to something. And anyone who's been in the grip of any addiction will tell you there is nothing he or she can do to lift themselves out of the problem. That's why in the 12-step program, a person having hit rock bottom must turn their life over to a higher power. You have to surrender to a force beyond your own will. Why? Because your will is the problem. It's being taken over. It's often that family or friends will have to break through the defences to convince the person that they need help. All of this is applicable to the spiritual realm. We need help. We can't do it ourselves. We are stuck. All of us since birth have been marked by the effects of sin. And This has found its way into every level of society, personal, institutional, political. We would be hopelessly naive to think otherwise. So 
A poor dysfunctional family needs not just a philosopher, not just a social theorist, not just a political activist or military hero, because they're in the dysfunctional family too. What we need is a saviour. Someone who can break into our dysfunction from the outside and heal us. This is why it is of supreme importance that we say Jesus Christ is fully human, which is how he can enter into our situation and why he is truly divine, because in a very real sense, he is outside of the dysfunction. Look at the beautiful image with which Isaiah ends in the first reading. You are the potter and we are the clay. We are all the work of your hands. We need the intervention of a loving God who will shape us anew, as he shaped the Blessed Mother by her submission to God's will. We can't do it ourselves. We can't break out of our prison by our own efforts. We need a saviour. And when we feel that in our bones, then we are ready for Advent. Let us pray. Grant your faithful, we pray, almighty God, the resolve to run forth to meet your Christ with righteous deeds at his coming, so that gathered at his right hand, they may be worthy to possess the heavenly kingdom through Christ our Lord. Amen.